You're talking about putting your fuck parts in my head where my brain lives. You know, in nature, only a handful of creatures mate for life. But isn't that, like, cheating? We can't do this 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Why not? The safety word is banana. It is so refreshing to be with someone who likes to fuck outside the box. This is the Touch of Flavor podcast. Dating and relationship advice by kinksters for kinksters. Join us as we tackle BDSM, sex, non-monogamy, and how to build extraordinary relationships in an ordinary world. And now your hosts, Cassie and Rigel. So we're going to be talking about feeling guilty and, and sort of guilt in our non-monogamous relationships. Yeah. So, you know, let's, let's kind of talk about reasons why guilt might come up, right? So a lot of times we'll see this where maybe, maybe your poly journey has been really smooth, right? Like your poly journey has been really smooth. Like you're just kind of like coasting right along with it. Everything kind of comes natural to you but your partner's journey has not come as smoothly, right? That's, that's one reason. Um, maybe you have an easy time going out and finding dates, right? So you're poly and you have an easy time going out and finding dates, but your partner is sitting at home, right? Like they can't find anybody to date. Maybe they don't have the skills. Maybe they're just being unlucky. Maybe they keep hooking up with jerks, right? Maybe they are finding people, but you've got like an amazing partner too and they, your partner keeps finding really, really shitty people. Maybe they don't have time to date, right? Maybe you have time to go out and do things and meet people, but your partner, they have a really demanding job or whatever the case may be, and they just don't have the time to do that. Maybe your partner is struggling with jealousy. Like, you are really solid with the whole poly thing, right? And you find it really easy. Like you're, you're a conversion superhero. Like you just <laughs> think this is amazing and you're super happy when your partner's happy. But your partner is, is struggling with jealousy. Um, maybe your partner feels insecure, right? Like they feel insecure or, um, you know, like they, they feel like, you know, you have to go out and you need to find other people. Like, what does it say about our relationship? What's wrong with me? Why am I not enough? Um, you know, we see this especially a lot in, we, we did a live recently on couples where one person's poly and the other's monogamous. So we see this kind of thing a lot there, right? Where uh, the, the more monogamous person is like, why am I not enough? Why do you need other people? But it's not just in those relationships. And here's the thing, right? All those are reasons that your partner might be unhappy and they might be unsatisfied in your relationship. And when your partner is unhappy and unsatisfied, it is easy to feel guilty. It's natural, right? Like we want our partners, if we love them, we want our partners to be happy. We want them to be fulfilled. And when they're not because of, of something that we're doing, it's easy to feel guilty. And... You know, this is especially if you are more of the driving force behind opening up the relationship. Like you were the one who was more into the whole poly thing or you kind of pushed and you kind of drove it and your partner kind of went with the flow, right? Or they weren't feeling it as much. And it's really easy to feel guilty, especially if that's the case, especially if you're the driving, driving force behind all these bad feelings that your partner is having. Uh, but, but the thing is that guilt... 
it's not it, it's not productive, right? Like it just piles more hurdles on top of the barriers that you're already facing in your relationship. Like you already have these things, these root issues that are below these feelings that need to be addressed, right? Like um, if you're if your partner's feeling jealous or if you know there, there's not a lot of time going on in your relationship, or if your partner's needs aren't being met, these are issues that actually need to be addressed. But the guilt is just piling another hurdle on top of this thing that really, really actually needs to be taken care of. So today we're going to talk about that guilt and we're going to talk about what it's costing you and how that guilt could very well be the thing more so that's driving you and your partner apart than the actual problems that you're feeling guilty about. Before we dive even further, I want to talk about why, like how these things come up, right? So for many folks like that we go on calls, like our breakthrough calls and even our clients who are in our program started off in a place of guilt, right? They, they have this guilt and it's coming from a couple of different things. So first off, it might be guilt for being non-monogamous, right? Like that guilt of why can't I just be normal, right? Like why couldn't I just be monogamous and we wouldn't have these problems. And a lot of that comes from this place of like, my partner is is feeling undesired and not special and unloved. So now I'm feeling guilty because if I wasn't this way, they wouldn't feel that way, right? Like if I was different, this wouldn't be a problem. And it really gets down to almost like a self-loathing, right? Like if, you know, I must be not good or or I'm doing the wrong thing. And if I was just monogamous, then it would be okay. So there's guilt about just being non-monogamous at all. And there's a lot of guilt from our partner's feelings, right? Like I'm attracted to someone else and I love someone else or I want to have sex with someone else or I find someone else pretty. And how could I do that, right? Like, how could I do this this thing that is now hurting my partner, is now making my partner feel less than? And it almost makes you feel like you're selfish, right? Like, I have to be selfish. If I'm, if I'm willing to do these things, and even if it is hurting my partner, I'm a selfish person. So now I'm guilty about that. So there's a lot of feelings about being, you know, guilty around our partner's feelings. And as you mentioned in the beginning, this this guilt for having a better poly experience than your partner. You know, maybe you're having those successful dates, right? Like maybe you're going out and you're meeting people and you're having all these fun experiences and interacting and your partner's sitting at home, sobbing in the bathroom, feeling jealous. They can't find dates. They're lonely. And so you feel guilty about it, right? You feel like, you are not able to make things balanced for your partner, so it's your fault. Um, and this comes down a lot when we're talking about jealousy, right? Like if I'm not feeling jealousy at all, and my partner is, and they're you know upset, they're crying, or they're feeling less than, that's going to make us feel bad, right? That's going to make us feel guilty about these sort of things. So it's you know, it's it's natural. It's natural to start to kind of go down that path and to feel guilty. But we also have to recognize like where guilt comes from and what that actually means and 
if it's actually even helpful. One of the things to kind of recognize is guilt typically comes from like three sources. So the first is empathy, right? Like the suffering of our partner causes us to feel guilty when we feel responsible for it, right? So if I recognize that maybe I'm the cause, of course, I'm going to want to have empathy and, and, and feel bad. So there's that. There's also, um, and this is actually less about your partner and more about you, the next two is the first is anxiety around like you being held responsible and then your partner rejecting you or your partner being upset and there being some sort of dis disruption to your relationship. Part of that guilt is really that fear, that fear of what I did may cause disaster in my relationship or my partner may be upset with me and maybe want to leave me or that sort of thing. So it's more of a, a fear of what may come out of these things versus really feeling guilty about it. And the last one, and this might be hard for some of you guys to hear. I had to convince her to put this in. <laughs> it's true though. And, it, and it's important to, to recognize is that sometimes it's not really guilt. We kind of mask certain things as guilt. What I mean by this is I really, really do want to have that other partner. I really, really do want to have sex with this person or interact with this person, or this is really a need or a desire for me. And because I know it makes you feel bad, I have to feel guilty for it, right? It's more of a, I have to feel guilty or I have to go into that place of guilt. So that way it makes you feel less bad. And it's not really guilt, it's more of a masking of it. And it's more of a, this is what I'm supposed to do if I care and love for you. Yeah, so this it's funny. We, we were talking about this earlier and she was running through, Cassie was running through the, you know, here's the things that generate guilt. And she went through the first two and I was like, you know, I really, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I really feel like we're missing something here. And, you know, she said this whole mask thing and this concept of it's not really guilt, it's, it's us covering up our real feelings, right? It's, it's um, what, I, what I think is important to point out about this. This isn't like this is a mask and we're uh, like we're putting on this mask to deceive everybody else, right? Like a lot of times this is we're, we're deceiving ourselves here. Like we're not admitting to ourselves that we really want these things and this is what we want and this is what we need and that's okay, right? So it's it's not, I think it's important to realize when we say this, like this isn't like a malicious thing where you're like, oh, well, I really want this and I shouldn't want this. So I'm going to put on this front so that, you know, everybody else thinks that, that, that I'm a good person. This is genuinely, you know, this is our defense mechanism, right? When we're not comfortable with what we want or what we need, or it's not what we're supposed to want or supposed to need, right? It's like, well, yeah, everybody wants that, but I would never act on it. I feel guilty about this, right? Like, I'm not the kind of person who would do that. Yeah, I just, like I said, just wanted to take a minute and point out that that is not saying that uh, uh, you're trying to deceive other people. This is a mask that you're putting on for yourself. Yeah, because you want to think that that you wouldn't, right? I, I wouldn't feel that way. I wouldn't do those things. So yeah, it's very important to note that that mask is not for others, it's for you. And so with all these things, it's kind of important to recognize 
what guilt is actually costing you, right? Yeah. So here's the thing. I want to point out that I don't want to say that guilt never has any place place or, or any positive benefits, okay? Because it can, but it's a different kind of guilt and it's it's a different kind of good. Like the kind of guilt that has a place and has a benefit is the kind of guilt where I do something that something hurts you. I feel sorry for it. I'm changing my actions. I'm not going to do it again in the future, right? It's it's not so much guilt as it is remorse, right? Remorse and a decision to change that going forward. But this isn't a guilt that is drug out. I, I think remorse is a better word for this than guilt. This is, I did this, I recognize the impact this had on you. I regret that impact and I'm going to make changes in the future. This is a short-term remorseful thing that leads to a change. But this isn't how guilt presents itself most of the time in people's relationships. Most of the time, guilt presents itself as this long, drawn-out, continuous, never-solved problem that just causes more and more and more problems. Yep. So with that, some of the things that it's causing problems with, right? It's it's costing your relationships is first off, when you feel guilty, we then start to constantly doubt ourselves. We start wondering if the choices we make are okay or if I can do this and and we start getting to a point where we can't even trust our own actions and feelings because well, what if, right? What if this is or what if that is and 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 because I'm guilty and because I'm coming from this place of feeling bad, I can't really be sure of my own my own choices and my own actions and my own decisions. So that's one thing. Then, you know, it also leads into this, and, and the reason is, and, and what leads into that is we feel like we are a bad person, right? When we're guilty, we're a bad person, or we can never make the right choice or we're always going to say the wrong thing. And no matter what I do, and this is actually a quote from somebody that I just talked to the other night. He was like, no matter what I do, I always think it's going to be the wrong thing. And a big part of our conversation was his guilt. And when we're in this place, when we're in this place of I'm a bad person, I can never make the right choice, there's always going to be something I do wrong, we're basically setting ourselves up to believe that we're the bad guy, right? So when we go into things like negotiations, we cannot negotiate fully with our partner. We can't make that like a an equal playing field. Because when I'm coming into a conversation as, as the bad guy or the bad person, I'm going to do things like agree to things that otherwise I wouldn't. I'm going to not necessarily take up for my needs and desires because I shouldn't have them anyway. That's why I'm guilty, right? So you can't negotiate from a place of we're both equals, let's come to this and talk about it. And then maybe maybe you can even broach the, the negotiations, but then you're not taking the actions and doing the things that would make you feel fulfilled. So this is not being your authentic self, not being truthful with your partner about what you need and what you want as far as your relationships. And this can also show up in your other relationships. So I'm feeling guilty because you're not happy, right? So because of that, 
Now I'm not spending time in this relationship. I'm not putting the energy somewhere that I need to. I'm not doing things that I otherwise would if I didn't feel like I was the bad guy, right? So guilt in a lot of ways just makes a lot more issues. And when this comes up, we tend to get defensive, right? So if I'm in a place of guilt constantly, over and over again, and I'm feeling guilty about things, when stuff pops up, I'm going to try to defend myself because I don't want to feel any worse than I am. So that just causes more problems because now I'm on the defensive. And maybe when that happens, I stop being truthful and honest. I stop actually telling my partner what I think and feel because I feel guilty about doing that. So really it causes this whole thing where you're not actually having the conversations and handling the things that you need to. And when that happens, you begin to feel hopeless. You wonder if you're ever going to truly be happy with your partner, if we can ever actually work through these things. And this is a place that I'm going to get stuck forever. So as far as guilt, Guilt a lot of times just leads to us being more withdrawn and pushing our partner away than it does any good. Yeah, you know, I talked a minute ago about there is a tiny bit of good that, I shouldn't say a tiny bit of good, but there, there is good that can be had from remorse, right? But there is not good that can come from guilt. And the harm that it can do, you know, those things that Cassie just listed, you know, those those are things that are bad in and of themselves, right? And like I said before, the, the issue is when you have guilt in a relationship, generally there's some root problem lying under it, right? We like to talk about getting to the root of the problem, like what's really going on. And there's usually some real issue or some real unmet need or uh, something going on that's at the base of that guilt. If everything was all fine and dandy and flowers, I wouldn't be feeling guilty. So there's something under there that needs to be solved. But the problem is, is that when you're stuck in a place of guilt, you can't ever actually address and solve those problems. You can't negotiate. You can't be honest. You can't do any of the things that you would need to do to come to a successful resolution for whatever those issues are. But it's it's really worse than that, right? Because not only can you not fix those problems, which are usually really deep root issues that absolutely have to be addressed and solved for you to be happy and healthy in your relationship, but you're piling additional issues on top of it. So it's almost like it's almost like a twofer. Like you're not solving the stuff that you absolutely need to solve and you're just piling more stuff on top of it as you go. So it's really, really important, guys, to realize all the harm that guilt is doing in your relationships and all the issues that that's keeping you from solving and all the additional issues that is just piling on top of what's already there. Yeah, so I kind of want to address some of the the false beliefs we have around guilt. Three myths. Yeah, like the myths. And and we like to address myths a lot because the thing is, is that there are myths that we come into these things really, really believing, right? Like we really come from this place of, you know, this is what this has to be. And a lot of times those, those not truths <laughs> keep us from really getting to what we need to be solving. So sort of the first thing is that you have to feel guilty if you care, right? Like if I care about you, I have to feel guilty when you don't feel good. And 
This is just not true. This is myth number one. <laughs> I like numbers. Okay. So it, it, it's it's not that you have to feel guilty to care. It's it's just not 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 a realistic thing. You know, this this is an interesting topic, this feeling guilty if you care. Because some of this is just virtue signaling, right? Some of this is just we don't really care that deeply, but you know, we feel like we should feel guilty and we should express this, you know, guilt to other people because it makes us look like a good person. And that's that's a small part of it, right? But the bigger part of it is that we genuinely feel like this is true, right? This isn't just a show that we're putting on for people. We feel like if we care about this person, we would feel guilty. That's what we're supposed to do, right? They're unhappy. They're unhappy because of actions that, you know, not even necessarily actions that we've taken, but who we are or what we need that we are supposed to feel guilty. That is a sign that we love. And like I said, that that is, it's more harmful because we believe it. Yeah, and the fact is guilt is not the best way to so show empathy. Like when we have empathy, we don't have to beat ourselves up, right? We don't have to be in a bad place. If I don't feel guilty, it doesn't mean that I don't love and care about my partner's feelings. It simply means that I don't feel bad for my actions or my feelings. And the fact is, is that your partner doesn't need you suffering. They don't need a martyr, right? They don't need a martyr in the relationship who is who is getting beat up over things. They need someone who can come to them and tell them the truth and be honest in your relationship. And if you're feeling guilty, those are the first things to go, right? Like if you're feeling guilty about something, the first thing to go is, is being truthful and honest because now you're feeling ashamed to do that. So... What they really need is for you to do something useful, like take steps to resolve the issue, like be honest, be open, have the hard conversations that need to be had, form new agreements if you need to form them. The thing is, not every every bit of hurt feelings and every challenge that you're running into that might be making you feel guilty is something that's necessarily going to come to a resolution where everybody's happy at the end of it, but regardless your partner's going to be in a much better place at the end of that, of actually trying to address that issue. Even if it doesn't work out perfectly, then they're going to be if you sit in this place of guilt and not ever doing anything about it for the rest of time. Yeah, there's no momentum there. Right. So, ready to move on to the next one? Yes, yeah, so you have to say myth number two. Okay, myth number two is guilt will protect me when things go poorly. And what this looks like is if I feel guilty and I'm in a crummy place, if something goes south, if we break up or say we have an argument, that sort of thing, I'll be prepared for it. Guilt gives us this false sense of security. It, it makes us feel like we already know things are bad, so I'm going to be expecting it and it's going to be bad. And okay, maybe that might get rid of some of the shock, right? If you're, if you're feeling guilty and you're feeling crummy, maybe that might get rid of the shock if something really does go bad. Maybe. I'm not saying it will, but maybe. But the problem is, is that this becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if I'm acting in a way because I'm feeling guilty, that is, you know, withdrawing or not having conversations or I'm not being truthful, whatever those things are, because I'm feeling guilty and staying in this kind of crappy place, I'm going to create a crappy environment, which, you know, our partner who I care about, you know, or you care about your partner um, who already is in a bad place, right? Who's already maybe struggling with jealousy, already struggling with these things. 
Now you're creating an environment that is making them suck more. They're, they're now having to deal with that, which then makes you feel more guilty. So basically, not only are you creating a self-fulfilling prophecy because you're, you're creating the environment, you're sort of creating a circle of these things. So you feel bad, I act this way, I feel bad, now you feel bad for me feeling bad, and I feel bad, right? So it doesn't really help. The feeling bad just keeps on going round and round. So it's not really going to make you prepared. If something's going to go bad, it's still going to hurt. It's still going to be bad. But setting yourself up because you feel guilty to have those conversations, to talk about it, isn't going to make those conversations any easier. In fact, it most likely is going to cause your partner more stress and the same for you. So that's the second one. And the third one is you have to live in guilt and there's no moving forward. So there's a lot of folks who really believe that there is no getting over this, that if I did something and you're unhappy or whatever, I'm going to have to stay here forever. And in this place of guilt. Yeah. In this, in this place of guilt, this place of I'm going to have to feel bad and you're going to feel bad and I'm going to be guilty for it. And that's just where it's going to stay. And you don't have to stay in this place. Like you don't have to give up and just say, all right, I'm throwing in the towel and this is it. Because just like, you know, most negative emotions, right? They make us feel like there isn't a way to, me feel, to move forward. So if I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling guilty, whatever the negative emotion is, it's really easy. It's really easy to look at that feeling and say, this is how I feel and this is how it's going to stay. But you can move forward. You can move forward and decide, okay, I'm not just going to stay in this place of guilt. I'm going to actually start addressing the things that are causing me to feel guilty, addressing the things that are making my partner feel this way that I may have guilt about. There is a moving forward with this. You don't have to stay here and just be miserable forever. And there's no reason to. So that's the third myth is that this is not something that you have to live with forever. It's something that you can actually take steps and grow with. And the last thing is, and, and, and this isn't really a myth, but this is a truth that I feel like really needs to be put out there, is guilt doesn't solve any problems. If you haven't picked up on anything else that we've said, guilt does not solve problems. And a lot of times when we're feeling guilty, and we talked about this a lot already, which is I'm feeling guilty because of my partner, and I want my partner to feel better, and it's, I'm thinking about my partner. But guilt doesn't make us focus on our partner or our relationships at all. What guilt does is it makes us focus on our own feelings and makes us focus on trying to take care of those emotions rather than focusing on our partners and our relationships. Guilt is a waste in a lot of ways because it takes away from the exact thing that we're trying to fix. So, you know, stop avoiding those hard conversations, right? Stop not handling the things that you need to and recognize that guilt really is just standing in the way of what you actually need to be doing. Right, guys. And once you realize that, like once you're able to see the harm that guilt causes and you're able to see the myths that are surrounding guilt and you're able to get to a place of realizing that guilt, it's not helpful. It's not something that you should have. It's not something that, you know, you're a loving partner if you do have. It's something that needs to be overcome. It's something that's standing in the way of you building the relationships that you want to build, right? And once you realize those things and you're able to overcome that guilt, 
then you're able to actually address those root issues that that guilt is stemming from. Some of the benefits of getting over the guilt, right? Like some of the things that are, are valuable, right? Is when we move past that guilt, we are able to have conversations because we feel safe, right? We're able to talk to our partners and express our own feelings and thoughts and trust in our partner, right? We, we show a demonstration of trust in our partner. And, you know, and we have this feeling of understanding and love in these conversations. We're able to have them in a productive way. And when I'm saying that there's understanding and acceptance, that doesn't necessarily mean that our partner is going to agree with us, right? It doesn't mean that our partner is going to walk away super happy. But when we're able to remove guilt from the table and take that off the table and have these conversations, we're able to do it in a way where we're able to negotiate needs. We're able to negotiate the things that both of us need and to do that in a way where it's honest and it's open and it's, and it's you know, truthful. The thing about guilt is guilt is one of the most, well, it's most, one of the most time-consuming issues, right? Like, and it's one of the most time-consuming issues that we work with with our clients. And so it's, a, it's not an easy thing. It's not something that just disappears, but moving past that opens that bridge to be able to work on all the other things. And many of our clients, just like you guys, are normal poly people. There's nothing fantastically spectacular about them. I mean, my clients are pretty awesome. But the thing is, is that they're normal people. And they've been able to move away from this feeling of guilt that they were having every day. And by taking that off the table and, and removing that, they were actually able to make their relationships better and healthier. Yeah, guys. So the important thing to understand is that this is... It's not an easy issue. You know, we, we wouldn't sit here and make out and pretend to tell you that this is a simple thing to overcome. Like Cassie just said, this is, you know, when we work with clients, probably one of the things that takes the most amount of time and the most amount of effort because there's there's so much to it, right? There's all the, uh, th there's, there's all the stuff piled on top. And, and then once you get through that, there's actually the root issues that have to be addressed. So I'm not going to pretend that it's easy. Um, it's easy to overcome. But What's important is to realize two things, right? And there's two things that I want you to realize are number one, that that guilt is not helping your relationships. It's harming them. It's not a good thing. It's not a sign that you love your partner. I can't say this enough times. It is harming your relationships. That is the first thing that you absolutely have to realize. And the second thing you have to realize is that that guilt can be overcome. You can overcome that guilt and you can actually get to and address those issues that are causing that problems and you can... Get to that relationship that, you know, maybe right now you you can't see a way through because the guilt's standing in your way. So realize how much harm, really take some time, really think, realize how much harm that guilt is doing in your relationships, right? And resolve to overcome it so that you can build the kind of relationships that you want. Yeah. And if you guys are having a hard time working on those things, if the issues that the two of you or if you have multiple partners, the more of you are having and you're having difficulty like walking through them and you're tired of being on that hamster wheel of constantly going back to not resolving things and having more guilt and not resolving things and you're tired of that and you're tired of having to never get to a point of solving these things and you're building up guilt because of it, 
it means you need to take a different approach. It means that you need to have those conversations in a different way. It means that you need to go about what you've been doing differently. So if that's something that you need help with, you guys can book a call with us. We have spaces available. Um, You are the one who knows how to tell people. Yes, yes, yes. This is my job. It's atouchofflavor.com forward slash call. We'll, we'll put it we'll put it in the comments as well, guys. Atouchofflavor.com forward slash call. All right. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And everybody have a good night. And if you're on the East Coast in the monsooning that's happening. <laughs> try to stay um, dry. Yeah, and I'm not just talking about North Carolina. Try and stay dry <laughs> and be safe. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Touch of Flavor podcast, where we're building relationships outside of the box. Got a question about kink, power exchange, or open relationships that you've been holding on to for years? This is the place to ask it. Submit your question at atouchofflavor.com slash ask, or leave us a voicemail at 833-ASK-TOF1.